When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What is Cafe Mocha? Cafe Mocha is experts, celebrities. What's up? This is Belbid DeVoe. You're truly Idris Elba. This is Fantasia. This, this is Invo. This is India Ari. So much more. All from a woman's perspective. What flavor are you, baby? This is Cafe Mocha. All right, HGTV fans, we're talking to the star of Flipping Virgins about her new show. Egypt Sherrod includes her husband, the kids, the whole family. It's called Married to Real Estate. Plus, she's the first black female VP ever in the Lakers organization. We're talking to Keisha Nix about the L.A. Lakers. Cafe Mocha begins now. This is Cafe Mocha, Angelique, Lonnie Love, and Yo-Yo. Uh, Yo-Yo, you a rapper. And yes. I need to know what's going on in the hip-hop community because <laughs> there's been a lot, a lot of violence. It, a lot it's of, crazy. You know, it's like it, it, You know what? It, you, you know, Lonnie, it really is disturbing and troubling to just see all of the violence. I mean, you know, a lot of states are doing a call to action, you know, to get out and speak before just to I don't know. How do we address this issue? I mean, we just had young Doe. He was shot down um, as of as of this taping. They were there was a manhunt out for his uh, alleged shooter, who was actually someone that was in his on his label. His camp, his camp. Yeah, oh, right his next to drop. Snoop Dogg had the the uh, concert, and the young mm. man Draco. Draco. Draco was was stabbed at mm. a concert Fatally. in Los Angeles. Yes, and ended his life. There's definitely something going on in hip-hop in the air. It used to be, I, I believe you would say, Yo-Yo manufactured beefs. And then right. they became, you know, because that was something for publicity. This is real. This is real, you know, issues that are happening in our community. And the sad thing, the sad thing is they're so young and the effect really bothers the families. Nowadays, this social media has mm-hmm. so many people fronting and mm-hmm. perpetrating and perpetuating so much that it's jealous and envy is really playing a role. And your, your, your friend is your enemy now. Speaking of hip hop, what's going on, Yo-Yo, with love and hip hop? We're on every Monday, 8 p.m. Central Time at VH1. You can catch your girl, Yo-Yo, sitting up there mentoring Mm-hmm and ha-ha to everybody. <laughs> yo, yo, I, I don't mean to get all in your business, but since Ooh, I did yes. read, it, read it in Vibe yes. magazine, um, yes. this business about you and Tupac, have we ever I really know. talked about that? Because I'm sitting here reading this article. Yeah. You talk about the relationship that you guys mm-hmm. had. And I was like, Dad, we worked well for two years. Have we ever had this conversation? Why well, I got to You want to know why? And let me tell you why. Because we never did an interview with her in a pool. She was doing that interview in a pool. I said, is that, is Yo-Yo in a pool doing an interview? Can I tell you something? Fabulous? She had some Listen, <laughs> can I tell you something, you guys? I did that interview about 20 weeks ago. Okay. And um, it, 
I normally don't talk about Tupac. I let I let him rest peacefully. Yeah. Um, it was it was an open conversation. The lady gently asked me just about the relationship. I could never talk about, you know, a relationship that a man has with another woman. And I tried to say that in the interview. You know, she said, well, was Jada his first love? Jokingly, I said, of course, I was his first. I mean, you know, who right. knows who his first love was? But jokingly, I said that because no man that you're with is going to talk to you about another woman i'm back famous thanks to tupac okay and i was part of you know you made cafe mocha part of it too so thank you <laughs> i'm like go ahead my kid's know. father said well maybe i should do the 60 minute interview <laughs> ah, i love it i love it <laughs> on the line she's the vice president of charitable affairs for the los angeles lakers we've got Woo-hoo! keisha next <laughs> hello everyone Hello, Keisha. Tell us, first of all, hello and happy new year. And we are so honored to have Black Woman VP, Los Angeles Lakers. And and why we're so excited is because she is the first, you are the first Black woman in the history of the franchise to hold a VP role of any kind. Yes. So congratulations. (laughs) Tell us how this all started for you. I love your excitement because it makes me excited. Um, And this is um, a a big um, accomplishment. And I'm just so proud and so excited because I hope to encourage, you know, other women um, to to do the same. Um, So I've been with the with the franchise for almost seven years now. We talk about it in terms of seasons. So this is going on my eighth season, technically. And um, I was hired to be the executive director of the Lakers Youth Foundation. And I am a native Angelino, so born and raised here. Um, I know all of the uh, organizations and the cities and the areas and the community groups that, that need our help. And so I've come over to the Lakers and just, you know, really helped to elevate our foundation and our brand out in the community. And so just a couple months ago, I was, um, you know, promoted to vice president of charitable affairs. Um, making me the first black female vice president. And so not only do I oversee the foundation, um, but charitable affairs for the entire organization, you know, including our ownership, our our team, our players. Um, And I'm just so excited to be in this role. Have you been receiving a lot of press being the first black female VP of charitable affairs for the Los Angeles Lakers? How's the press been for you? I feel like I'm in a dream, literally. I feel like I'm walking around and I need to pinch myself. Um, I have a son who's a millennial. Um, Hey, Kyler. And he called me one day and he said, Mom. And I was like, oh, God, what happened? He goes, did you know that you were on Afrotech? And I'm like, huh? And he goes, did you know that you were in Sports Illustrated? And I'm like, "Uh, what? And so I'm like, can you send me these articles? I mean, I did some interviews and, you know, some people said they were going to do certain things or they would let me know. And then like the floodgates opened. And so I am on the hundred most um, influential black females in sports in Sports Illustrated. And that is a major accomplishment. You say you want to give back. And, and let other young ladies know that they have this this type of access. How do you plan on, on doing that? I won't call it pressure, um, but I did um, quote the Lakers owner, Jeannie Buss. Um, Jeannie did an interview a couple years ago when we won the championship, and they asked her how she felt being the first 
female owner in the NBA to ever win a championship. And she said it was okay to be the first, but it's not okay to be the only. And yeah. so I just meet it, you know, I meet it with a smile and, and I'm ready. Can you tell everybody about the big ring? How do you rock a championship ring? Do you have a I ring? Rock it. <laughs> Oh, yes, I do have a ring. So that's another message that I want to send out to all of our young people listening. I have never dribbled a basketball. I might break a nail. But guess what? I have a Lakers championship ring because I was and am a part of the organization. And so that's a little perk. You may not be physically on the team playing every other night, but you are a part of the organization and you contribute. And so I rock that ring. Oh, my God. I wear it to almost every home game. Um, I don't just walk around in the grocery store with it, but, you know, sometimes I do think about it. Uh, It's definitely a conversation piece, and it's something that I am really, really proud of. Women just in regular corporate America have it harder. And in sports, we I mean, it just seems like they're treated so unfairly. So how do you get around that? I was in corporate America for 21 years before I came to the Lakers. I was at Merrill Lynch and Bank of America for 21 years. So if you could just think back to what those days were like, as far as being in a white male dominated world um, and being one of the only, you know, black women multiple times over. And I had to, to show them, you know, that I was capable and qualified and just as intelligent as everyone else, you know, as women, you know, we are battling at all the jobs that we have. We're battling in the boardroom, battling, you know, in sports, trying to get a seat at the table. And it's something that, you know, we learn to live with, you know, over time. Um, And you're always reminded and you just kind of, you stay humble. Um, But I was taught that hard work is the great equalizer. And so I just work really, really hard. I think that's amazing. We are so, so, so proud of you. You are my soul sister. All righty, Keisha Nix, Vice President of Charitable Charitable Affairs for the L.A. Lakers. First black woman in history uh, in that franchise to hold the vice president role. Thank you so much for joining us. How do people reach you? Um, I'm on LinkedIn. Um, We have a a Lakers.com slash community website. Um, we're all over social media with what we do in the community. So you can find me there as well um, or show up at a Lakers game. Go Lakers. Hey, go Lakers. Thank <laughs> go you. Go Lakers. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much for your time. And we're going to need some tickets, okay. Keisha. We'll, we'll be in touch. <laughs> okay, I'll be looking for that. <laughs> Take care, Queen. Okay, bye-bye. This is Cafe Mocha. I'm Angelique. HGTV fans know her as the host of Flipping Virgins, Property Virgins. Egypt Sherrod is on the line. And yes, it's the same Egypt that did radio in New York and Atlanta for years. Happy New Year, Egypt. Back at you, girl. How are you? I'm all right. How are you? I'm wonderful. I'm on top of the world. We just had a show premiere. I know. <laughs> I watched it. I, I watched doing it. Good. I watched and taped it. It's called Married to Real Estate in Egypt. This one's really different because it includes your family, your husband, your kids, your cousin, uncle. Walk us through this show idea. It really is a family affair. I mean, it, it, it's funny because it wasn't really a show idea. It was just our lives. You know, me being a real estate broker um, and designer and my husband being a contractor, he owns Jackson Draper Renovations. Us with our 
three girls are, are, you know, so together between us, we call ourselves the Jackson Five. <laughs> I'm married <laughs> Michael Jackson, Angelique, by the way. Um, so, you know, it, it's our it's our real lives. And I think what brought it to the surface was social media. You know, everybody now is filming their lives. And so during the crazy pandemic, I'm like home running my business. My husband's, you know, home running his business. We're virtual schooling the kids, you know, at the end of the countertop and we're filming it all and laughing about, you know, how life has changed just across right. the board, trying to find some humor, humor in what has been a very difficult time, right. For everybody. But HGTV loved it. They loved the chemistry and they're like, we want to create a show out of just this. Just wow. what we see you guys. We don't want to change it. We don't want to change a thing. So uh, we partnered up with, an amazing production company, 51 Minds. Um, and just so you know, off yeah. the top, they're the ones that did T.I. and Tiny Family Hustle. Yeah. Um, you know, which ran for many years. So they, they specialize in really being able to bring the light that black magic, if you know what I mean. I want to talk about, though, the conversations that you had with your husband and your kids about bringing the cameras into your home. Because it's one thing to watch mommy on TV. It's another thing to have the cameras in your bedroom as you redecorate, uh, you know, yeah. Yeah. little Harper's room. Yeah, well, you know, so here's the thing, Angelique, when, when the opportunity presented itself to us, we have been offered to join some other reality cast um, mm. based out of Atlanta a few times. And my husband and I, you know, although it would have brought us fame and maybe instant notoriety, we thought that it could also possibly not show us it's who we really are, you know, which is a loving, humorous family. I love him. I respect him. You know, I don't want to tear my man down. And, you know, when you look at just kind of the history of how we're shown on TV, you know, mm -hmm. it's always got to be something catty or, or messy. And we just didn't want to be a part of it, especially not bringing our kids into it. Right. But we were like, you know what we're going to do? We're going to, we're going to pray on it. You know, when it did, it, it was right. And it feels right. And we also then set some ground rules, you know, if cameras are coming into our house and into our business um, and around our children, if it ever looks like it's going to affect them negatively or we notice, then we just don't do it. You know, right. if it affects our marriage, we just don't do it. We don't do it because at the end of the day, we still have to be us. Do you have tips mm -hmm. for aspiring homeowners to help them better qualify to look more attractive to lenders? I mean, the, the best thing that we can do, especially in the climate that we're in right now, um, I, I think everybody's heard the word inflation a lot. I mean, we mm. certainly know we go to the gas pumps, we're paying more. You know, everybody's out of stock. Everywhere we go, the prices are high. For new cars, the prices are high. We're definitely in, a, in an overinflated market right now. Everything that goes up must come down, you know, at some point. The question is, are you going to be prepared for when, when they do? And so if your desire is to own a home or even just, you know, have a good financial picture, the best thing you can be doing at all times is paying down debt and building up your credit profile because credit is what helps you, you do everything in this country, <laughs> you know, also save, make sure that you're paying yourself every month. Um, you know, that if you're spending money that at the very least 25, 30% of that is going into some sort of savings account. Um, and the other thing is there are tools now with different banks and I don't want to plug any in particular, but there are tools. Um, I really like, uh, you know, the buckets tool. You can Google that and that'll tell you what bank has it, but there's a buckets tool that forces you to automatically save for different things. So you can choose what, you know, like this is my, my house fund. This is my new car fund. This is my retirement fund. And as you deposit your check into the bank, 
every week or every month, however you deposit it, it breaks it down so that you're automatically saving for your goals. That way you don't even have to remind yourself to do so. So there, there are ways, guys. You know, home ownership is incredible. Um, my nine-year-old, well, she's 10 now. She just turned 10 on Wednesday, my baby, um, <laughs> Kendall, just got her first investment property. Uh, she has a five bedroom, three and a half bath villa with a pool. She Airbnbs it for $300 a night. So you do the math. The mortgage okay. is only $1,800 a month. So she's going to be paying for her own college. I think as a community, we should start, you know, instead of leaving generational debt, we should start to build generational wealth, build legacy and, and pass that on. Thank you, Egypt. Um, <laughs> Make your money work for you, girl. Make it work for you. Um, one final thought. If people want to be featured on your show, how do they how do they do that? We always want to know how to get on these shows. How do you get on your show? Yeah, well, if you go to HGTV.com, go to our show page, Married to Real Estate, which we're a new show. We just premiered. So hopefully they're loading it up now. Um, we're waiting for word whether we're getting a second season or not. But based upon the ratings from, from our premiere, hopefully we will. Because <laughs> so, we did really good, which, which I'm so grateful for everybody that watched. We truly are um, so grateful that our family was received so well. And we've got so much love. So go to our show page and it'll have all updates as to how you're cast for our show. And just so you know, you re- these are our real clients. Um, we are really doing the work. This is mm-hmm. not, you know, Mike and I just dancing in and filming a scene. And so, you, you know, we, we take you through a process to make sure it's the right fit as well. Excellent. Married to Real Estate, Thursday nights, 9 p.m. on HGTV. Thank you, Egypt. Congratulations. Oh, I appreciate the love. Truly, I do. Thank you, Angelique. Thank you. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Here's your dose of espresso. Strong, hot news now. This is the espresso. Whoopi Goldberg, who I love, is constantly sticking her foot in her mouth, ruffling people's feathers, but this one might be the last straw. It's not about race. What is it about? Because it's about man's inhumanity to man. Kamal Bell has a documentary on Showtime called We Need to Talk About Cosby. A lot of people knew. Because you can't do what he did unless... You have other people supporting what you're doing. Some people ain't ready to talk about Cosby yet. But coming soon to Showtime, I've seen it. It definitely brought up a lot of emotions for me. Everything's gonna be all white. I think what annoys me most about white people is when they pretend like they're the victim. (laughs) What's also annoying is when they, you know, when they kill us. Everything's gonna be all white premieres on Showtime next Friday. That's The Espresso. That's the show. You can subscribe to Cafe Mocha Podcast by going to Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you listen to your podcast. Type in Cafe Mocha Radio. Have the show delivered right to your phone. Until next time, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all platforms at Cafe Mocha Radio. Cafe Mocha is a production of Miles Ahead Broadcasting.
in partnership with Compass Media, executive producer Sheila Eldridge. For comments, booking, or more information, visit CafeMochaRadio.com.